That was it feels very official, doesn't it? Yeah. It was really loud. You need one of those things. Though. I know. Yeah. And marker. <laughs> Take 47. <laughs> you guys, you get this right. <laughs> like, again. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mountain Deer Podcast. We're at camp. And, Deer season uh, 21. My 21. gosh, one more day tomorrow. For the se- main season. Holy cow, it's right? It's be a great, great finish. Yep. It is. Yeah. So um, we have a few things we want to talk about today, and we got to press pause on a video we've been working on. Um, so we have our buddy Fred here. Hello, Fred. How are Hello. you? Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Dad and Fred have been friends for quite some time, and um, this is you really just recently started coming uh, coming to camp with us. Yeah, started, last year was the first time. Started stomping yeah. brush. We'd been talking yeah. about it for uh, how long? A long time. Yeah, oh, yeah, longer than that. How did you guys? How long? Because you've been friends for a while, but how did you guys end up, like, how'd your paths end up crossing? Well, I ended up, uh, I shot a deer in Ontario back in the 90s, and I brought it to your shop. Yeah. But you were here. Right. Teresa was there. I dropped it off. Right. And then I got on a pretty good streak shooting deer for for the next few years. Yeah, you did. Holy smokes. So then uh, (laughs) I kept coming coming back. So then friendship developed from there. Then, Then I ran that magazine for a while the gazette and you right. wrote, wrote for me there so yeah we yeah got closer then so. yeah how long did you run the yeah. outdoor gazette for it was quite a while wasn't it uh three years yeah three, three four years because yeah. we knew casey and i knew a guy that's how we got that, <laughs> that's how we got the cover your roxbury buck was on the cover <laughs> right we had yeah we you had the the two cover. or three covers i think uh, that's turkey. right yeah. my Tur- turkey turkey and there's a pike or you all three oh, yeah. all three yeah. Of you. Uh, yeah you had a bass um, yeah he had yeah. a small mouth yeah. Taylor yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. oh dude i was super proud of that you oh, oh yeah you're very photogenic yeah, yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah well they'd we all got a been, good group of guys here <laughs> <laughs> they'd all been film film stars in my little you know because i was home taking movies. pictures and making right. home movies since they were like one yeah so like from then on they they'd been in front of the camera their whole life so it was nothing new to them to do yeah and it was great for me because i learned how to take good pictures right it took a billion thank you yeah yeah he's got a great profile (laughs) (laughs) you guys take better pictures than i do now but that's going because you can see (laughs) yeah and and because you're the subject selfies don't come out that good (laughs) (laughs) you can only selfie for so long Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so how was your experience coming up how do, you, how do you like it up here yeah oh it's awesome i like you guys are awesome obviously to come hunt with but uh hunting in maine is just a whole different experience than you hunt anywhere else in the country actually yeah it's it's different one thing close to it is maybe western ontario it's mm. kind of the same but right even yeah. that is different because there's more deer there right, right. <laughs> like you're, we're, you're hunting in the worst place in the entire country when you hunt in maine yeah. and if you get a deer here you've done something oh yeah it, yeah, serious. Yeah. yeah. And and with all the cutting in, in the moose, the, the brush is unmatched. Yeah. Like you will not find much more brush than what you get here. It's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. You know. The only thing that compares is that I bow hunt in the Midwest a lot and the green briar out there oh. is the worst plant on the planet. <laughs> it is. I mean, this stuff is tough and it's because he's hooked um, thorns in it. Oh. And I got it in my hair one time. And I just caught my hair and I pushed it away like this. And the thorns came down and raked my scalp. And the blood oh. just ran down my face, right? Oh. I get home like a month later. I felt something like my scalp. And I pulled it out. It was a thorn from that freaking thing. No, I'm wow. kidding. Yeah, that wow. stuff's nasty. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you've been around. I mean, you've, you've hunted a lot of places. Yeah. Um, Ontario a few times. Yeah. Um, Missouri. Some tremendous deer too. Three Holy four, smokes. Three or four times. Yeah. And you got quite a wall. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to, to come, to come to a camp too. There's something special about deer camps. Yeah. And, and that's what we crave is to have a good time oh, at yes. a deer camp. And you just can't get enough of that. Nothing better than deer camp. Cause yeah. uh, what kind of, what do you like? How, what's your method of hunting you like the best? I prefer bow hunting. Yeah. Um, and someday I want to kill a deer up here with my bow, but mm-hmm. I know. do it with a rifle first. Dude, that's, done that yet. <laughs> that's been on the bucket list is to like, yeah. um, in, you know, late, late in the season when they're right. starting to bed up and starting to slow down to yeah. get a bow and track one down with a bow. That was actually what I was thinking today. Cause that spot I found last year, yeah. I thought this could be such a good bow hunting spot. Mm. Oh yeah. So I went, mm-hmm. I such high hopes for it today, but there's no sign out there. Like, so it's just changed. I don't know why. Last year was full of deer. Yep. Isn't it weird? And this year there's there's no tracks out there. Yeah. Some, but but it was a really nice pinch point in this swamp where they came out of the elders and it, the swamp narrowed right down. It's a perfect spot for an ambush with a, with a bow and arrow. I said, oh, I'm gonna set my bow here someday and kill a deer right here. Oh yeah. And I probably will. So, pro- yeah. Yeah. But not this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're not there. So, but they'll be back. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a great hunt. I mean, you had last year. You kind of just went and checked it out and found something good, and it came yeah. right together for you there. Yeah, it was yeah. a great three days. Getting asked for better three days in Maine. I mean, yeah. those those three days in Maine that I had, you could some people have like one of those days like every four or five years. I mean, yeah, seriously. I, I had I tracked a monster buck the first day all day. Never, snow ne- never right. bedded down. On yeah, snow, right? yeah, it's snow. That's yeah. awesome right there. The second day, I'm tracking another buck, and a four pointer runs in front of me. I didn't shoot it. And then the third day I shot at a buck. So yeah. that's pretty good. Right. That's, that's something pretty good. That's yeah, like seriously. A hat trick right there. And you were yeah. you were And I love track soup. It's my favorite. The, the so. time the time <laughs> that you were the time that you were up at camp, it was not a like how many days were you up? Four days. Yeah, and that's it. In four days, you had like what most people yeah. get in a season up here. I saw like, three buck in four yeah. days. Yeah. You know, that's pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. That is for pretty me. good. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. It's really lucky. It is a, it's a tough place to work, you know, and it, it takes, it takes some practice to learn, to learn kind of the lay and how it is to hunt here and how you yeah. have to adapt. Cause you know, every place that you go to is a different kind of yeah. hunting. Like when like I go completely go bow hunt in the Midwest, like when I leave for the afternoon and morning hunt, I always say to myself, I wonder what I'm going to see today. Right up here. I say, I wonder if I'll see anything today. <laughs> see anything. <laughs> right. It's a big difference. Oh yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Seriously. Like yeah. I can go down there and see. I've seen like 15, 20 deer in a night wow. on public land yeah. in Missouri, right? And if you see 15 deer in a season, buck or doe, Seriously. you've had a great season. That's yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Fantastic. So, so what are we Especially at? Northern what are we at this year? Ooh, boy. Deer One, count. Two, three, four, five, ain't much six. More than... well, well, I'm doing mine. I had, I have, I've had a better deer season, but you, you should have shot a buck. So I can't, I can't say I had a better deer deer season, but right. One, two, three, four, five, six. I want to say I've seen six or seven buck yeah, the I, whole time I've been I'm, here. I'm just shy of a dozen in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Printer a month straight. That's a big difference. And, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's like, you know, one yeah. every three days. Yeah. I had one evening in Missouri. I had 14 deer underneath me. Half of those were bucks. One with a 10 pointer, an eight pointer, and a bunch of littler ones, all chasing does. Wow. All at the same time. time. It's like, it like a TV show. I thought yeah. this cannot be true. 
Wow. That's that insane. I didn't get anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes to show the, the wicked contrast between places. Oh, yeah. And, and not so only different. that, but contrast in your expectations and what you're thinking and seeing yeah. and what's going on. And the other thing is, like, it's a privilege to be hunting on, you know, completely wide open public land that gets hunted hard. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. gets hunted hard. And these deer have got their head down. And then, you know, to go out and see bucks and, and to even be in woods where some of the biggest bucks and the heaviest deer in the whole U.S. live. Yeah. You know, them big heavy bruisers that are out there walking around, it's it's a privilege to to crack that number you know yeah much so as i awesome. love that midwest stuff that's awesome i'm never gonna give that up but i love this just as much mm-hmm. yeah. knowing that i might get one deer every few years five years who knows right right just you're not heartbroken about it either no. you know exactly. that's something it's an experience you're yeah. just hunting is not killing right that's so, right like i don't get a deer every time i go somewhere but right and it's not really the reason you go. It's no, like, no, that's what they not would call at all. Killing. Right. They would call it killing. This yeah. is hunting. Right. And it's like you get yeah. the other things that you get. And that's one of the that's one of the, the the points of that the video that we wanted to show is that it's the, the the all the other times when you didn't get the buck, all the other times that it didn't go the way you were expecting oh, you it mean to go. How many days are unsuccessful compared to the ones that are successful? Yeah, or yeah. If you can't. You'd bore people to death on the video. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I seriously. saw a rabbit today. Yeah. <laughs> Look, one squirrel. <laughs> I, well, you'd never film just one squirrel because there are more squirrels than there are trees here. Right. That's the one thing we have. Like, right. We might get in squirrel hunting. <laughs> stop hunting deer. No right. Start shooting them. Yeah. It's really something to walk around too on hardly hard hunted public land with a camera. Try and make a hunting video. Yeah. Try and film wildlife. I mean, that's quite a challenge. You hear, we, you come up and we stick a radio in your hands and we we stick a, a camera in your hand and say, okay, go out there and let's let's see you do something. You know what we do. You know how yeah. we do it. Yeah. You know, just go out there and do it. That's quite a challenge and right. it's not an easy thing. It's fun though. You did it's, great. It's fun to uh, oh, yeah. record your day like and that. I I think what did we did we said okay this is the power button this is the record button and here's where it zooms. Yeah, I, I think I think yeah. I gave you a quick little rundown of that. Yeah tiny little camera and it's like good luck well, one thing i screwed <laughs> yeah. up was the radio i thought channel 14 i thought that was the volume so i, I turned to 12 <laughs> turning it down because it's too loud to listen to you guys and uh, i heard nothing else the rest of the day <laughs> wonder why hey, change the channel you idiot <laughs> <laughs> well like, so fred fred where are you <laughs> yeah we uh a couple years ago um we really started digging into the archives uh, of all of the hunts and all the footage that we've had. Um, and we started making throwbacks because it was just, you know, like fun little things that we can put in, like some yester hunts. Right. You know, because, you know, just, just like looking back through old buck photos and stuff like that, you know, you always get a kick at it. And uh, I was like, let's make uh, some throwbacks. So earlier this season, I was sitting in the other room and I was like, let's do Fred's. Let's do Fred's. Right. Because, you know, you're such a character and we always love having you. And I just wanted to like show that to everybody and, and to bring that hunt out. And it was one of the more difficult ones to edit. Impossible. Like halfway through, I like racked it and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this with what I've got because the way your week went down was awesome. Right. But it didn't end with a buck in the back of the truck. 
you know, and a lot of our videos do end that way. And that's not how most of our days actually end. It would be a complete fallacy to say like we go out here and just say, yep, we're going to get it done and get it done every time. That's right. not it's how not it happening. is. Not no. even no. close. No, not even close. No. You know, for all the guys that came to camp, we're like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven now yeah. total. And we're three deer. Right. You know, we're, that's, we're that's almost great for Maine. Right. And we're almost 50 percent, which is really good. But you have to we've been here since Halloween. I know. Every you know single I mean? day. Like we started on the first. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think we've missed maybe a week total yeah, of days where we days, didn't hunt. Thanksgiving and Sundays. What, December 4th right. today? Third? Fourth? I think it's, is it? Fourth, probably. Fourth. Today. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. tomorrow's, tomorrow's the last the day. Yeah. No, 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 today's the third. Oh, okay. Tomorrow's the yeah. fourth. Yeah, and, so. and it was like, I want to, let's get bread on here and let's, let's talk about that hunt. Let's talk about days that don't go the way you think they're going to go. And what happens? Just follow me around every day. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big part of the like decision making process in hunting, right? And I, I could when as I'm watching you, I, I'm seeing you making decisions. Do I keep going? Should I? How tired am I? How tired is this deer? Do I have a chance to see another? What time deer? is it? What time is it? Yeah, Where is he clock, going? Dude, clock's a killer. Where yeah. am I? Like, there's a million questions. I can see that going on in this video. You got to tell me about some of that. Yeah, well, when I jumped him at noon, right, I was like, oh, man, I just screwed up. But I couldn't stay quiet. It was just so right. cr so crunchy. Yeah, there. it's about impossible. So I was trying to do, like, the squirrel movement with my feet, <laughs> doing all that stuff, grunting, trying right. to sound like something else besides a human. But right. he, he didn't buy it. So right. off across the clear cut he went. I said, oh, man, he's he hasn't laid down all day. He hasn't slowed down all day. He's been steady just walking. Like, there's no indication you want to slow down. And I just pushed him even harder. I said, oh, I'm never going to catch this freaking deer. And I didn't. So he just yeah. went, came down off the mountain, across the road, into the swamp, back up across the road, up top of the mountain again. And that's where I ended it with the... That cliff. Bigfoot comment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really something. It's amazing how that far video didn't walk. show how steep that. That mountain's rugged. That, oh, it that is. mountain is like this. Oh, yeah. 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 Right, right. They showed it in the video. Said, oh, man, it doesn't show it at all because he went straight up through that stuff and it's like whips like this. Right. I don't yeah. know how he got his Plowing. Name. Just yeah. plowed through it. Didn't slow down. Just no. straight up through it. Oh, yeah. They don't care. They're, t they're, they're, yeah. they're shaped for the woods. We're, I don't think he's not. an old man. I think, he's, I think he's a young man. <laughs> a different type of old man. <laughs> you had no. You've ha you have a couple months on him at least. Thanks. That's all we can say. You know what? You did better than he did. Contrast that day. It's amazing how far they go in a day. Like yeah. you learn so much about deer. I wish I'd done the track to see how far. Yeah, yeah. with the GPS. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. we were actually talking about doing that um, last night. Saying yeah, it'd be right. cool to really, you know, track bucks over the course of a season and to see patterns and to actually like look at tracks and see how you move and you know it'd be it'd be interesting to see how right. all that plays out. I always feel like he's been tracked before because oh, I, yeah. after I jumped him, Definitely. he yeah. was a lot harder to yeah. follow because he was just like going through the thickest shit and zigzagging and doing all yeah. this crap. I was oh, like, yeah. Oh. And it was like I we ran, we run deer down. It's like no, 
No, you don't. <laughs> uh, they have four legs. You only have two. Yeah. No and they're like, how do you like rocks? How do you like cliffs? How do you like rabbit jail? Right? They jam you. Water. Out. Yeah, let's yeah. play some water games, right? Yeah, they, water's they the one that really gets oh, yeah. you. Gets you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, them swamps and bogs that are deep with that, that soft grass, and you could sink up to your knees or your hips at any minute, Yeah, you know, as you're trying to skate across it. And him Seven, not liking the ice. 17 degrees out. Yeah. yeah, he didn't like that ice, right? And he backs out and finds another place to cross, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff is really enlightening to what a deer is going to go through like on a daily basis he lives out in that crap every day and like when you go out into it and you adjust yourself to now be part of his world and do what he does it's really something you you feel so slow and clumsy yeah yeah you know compared to their ability their ability is really remarkable and and what they they just run through we would be dead <laughs> if we even attempted to jog off the knees. Yeah, right. oh, yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. And and you're right about never being quiet. Like there's places you you cannot be quiet. You no. you make, you make it, half a it step. Was like in. This much crust on top of the leaves and stuff, and you just touch it and it went crunch. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Oh, nothing you can do about it. No, oh, yeah, you know. The first few times I came to Maine, um, and I did like I did back home. I tried to sneak. Yeah. I stopped sneaking. Yeah. I got like, after a while, I was so mad. I just wanted to go smashing all the trees for every stick I broke. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm doing good and everything's great. And then kapow. And I yeah. break off something and I'd be like, I, oh, I, I just screwed I it thought, up. I haven't thought like, maybe you should just jog. They yes. They wouldn't like know what that is. Probably. The guy's running at me. What the? What is he doing? Just right. keep that up for ten, keep that up for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Right. Uphill, downhill, yeah, yeah. through all the stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, Believe it or not, there's been I think a few you times. That video, the jogging mm. pass. Yeah, you're the jogger, right? He's the one running. <laughs> okay, down the road. That was, I, I only yeah. save that for okay. on the road. <laughs> I do my best not to run through clear cuts and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. You won't last. That way, I can actually, rifle. Yeah. Awesome. That way, I can actually hunt. Yeah. You know, not be in a wheelchair. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're an amazing animal, and they just go through that stuff all day long. And when yeah. you get out there, you feel. Like, you ain't got much, but... Yeah. I, and there was a few times where I nearly went as fast as I could go. And, mm-hmm. and I I got some great advice from a, a friend of mine that I used to work with, Mike Pullen, and he says, Rod, you're going to get so sick of trying to sneak, and you're going to find out you can't. it can't be done. You are not going to sneak, so just go. Just keep coming steady, and yeah. as, go as slow as you can, and, and but see the best you possibly can, and right. then move it along. And Match your speed to tracks. your ability to yeah. notice in the woods. To notice things, right? And mm-hmm. as soon as it's getting really bad, you know, your Thanks. noticing is really bad, and you're and you're you're stepping on them, or you never see a thing at all. Right. right. You know, time to slow down a little right. bit so That's that you start thing. seeing things. Yeah, that you know, happened to me that day. I was like, found myself just Flip walking. Flopping. Yep. Without like paying attention to anything, just mm-hmm. walking fast as I could. It's like, wait a minute, I'm not, I'm not hunting anymore. I'm just walking. So right, right. Yeah, there could be standing right in front of me. I wouldn't even saw him. Right, yeah. you got to do that like mental reset. It's like okay, hey, yeah. stand here for a second, get back into the game, and then go yeah. proceed. Yeah. And then Mike tells me, he says, just just do your walking, and especially in the tight stuff, just smash and crash through it. Don't worry about it, you yeah. know. But when you come to the edge of it, go easy. When you come over the hill, go easy. When right. you come around the corner, go easy. You come, you transition from one type of woods to another go easy right? right those are the places you hunt the rest of the time you're just smashing and crashing yeah yeah, yeah. and you're not gonna you, you, there are gonna be places where you're screwed and they're not 
and some places they're screwed and you're not yeah. right and you have to meet them in one of them places where they're screwed and yeah. sometimes you have to just move them and it stinks when you're tired to move them out of a his good spot sometimes it takes five weeks to get this but yeah that's right, <laughs> right. oh yeah and it's yeah. the last day of the season and you're like i yeah. want this really bad but it doesn't happen and you're bummed for the whole for the rest of the year and yeah. it's like but that's, yeah. that, that's it beats on your heart and your attitude and stuff you know and you can get run down pretty easy yeah yep. it doesn't take a lot of time nope you know and you know you said something at the end of the video was you had a really good trip it was a success for you why would that you know outside of the typical measure of success for deer hunting you know you didn't go home with the deer why was it a success for you well i think that uh you know going to camp hanging out with you guys <clears throat> whether we're deer hunting or not would be a, be a great time um being able to be free and hunt free animal and the Maine is awesome, right? And, uh, yeah. I had a chance. I blew it. That's okay. I mean, that's hunting, right? So right. you can't, you're not guaranteed a deer every time you go out. I think that everybody watching, if they're had any experience hunting at all, knows that <clears throat> your amount of hunting that you, the amount of time you put into hunting and the amount of time you put into harvesting deer, taking or killing a deer is, they're way lopsided. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I had a great time. I, I mean, I know Maine has what in this area probably four deer per square mile. Yeah, maybe, either. maybe. Yeah, in some town. <laughs> at night, and, and, and to be able to see three bucks in four days, I felt really, really lucky. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was if I was, if I saw one buck, I'd been happy. Right. Oh, yeah. But I saw three, and uh, so that's really good. And just you know, being able to hunt, being able to hunt. I mean, that's all I want to do want to be able to hunt so yeah i like looking down and seeing them giant tracks yeah that that just knowing a deer's at the other end of it yeah and the size it could be right that mystery of what is this thing and imagining what that thing could be there's been a few of them boy they're big son of a guns right and there's been a few of my met and shot and i i was even more impressed when the thing was laying on the ground and then there was a whole bunch I met and never shot, and they ran off. And I'm like, oh, my God, I right. can't believe I screwed that up or something, yeah. right? And and I might hunt the whole season banging around in brush day after day after day, digging and looking and getting tired and all that stuff yeah. just for that opportunity to see that one big racker run off. you know, For three seconds. For three I seconds. I, I'm looking for three seconds of video with a month of work. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost what it amounts to. It's a different, it's a different kind of... It's like for some reason that's worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the measure if if you did that out in like Missouri, if you hunted for a month and you didn't see a deer, you would be like what is wrong? Right. You know what I mean? And and if you only got 3 seconds, you'd be like I, I did a whole month and I only got 3 seconds. Right. Like that's it. Yeah. You know, it would almost have this different, you know, out here maybe because of scarcity, maybe because of difficulty and yeah. for what it represents to go out into these right. woods and get these giant mature ghosts you know like these are i don't want to say they're more valuable but they're different you know and and they're harder to get close to they just really are you know they're on it they don't mess you have to hunt them differently even today right so i had my mind set up that that spot was going to be killer right and i was going to go in there hunt it like i do the midwest that's what i was going to do today i was going to get one that's i knew i was going to get a deer today i don't know why but but uh i go hunt it like i did up midwest there's no deer there right like you can't hunt Maine like you hunt the Midwest because no. if you don't, the deer aren't there. They're not there. 
(laughs) They won't be coming through. They're not even close to you. They're way far away. Oh, yeah. So having a track, right? Mm -hmm. At least you know you have a deer in front of you, and that keeps you going. Somewhere in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. But you know that a deer made that track. But I walked all day today. I don't know how many miles. And I didn't see a track till I got almost back to camp where a small one walked behind camp. <laughs> that's probably because there's one on a pole. Yeah, no. right. Right. Probably, and they yeah, smelt it. Your and deer, it's like, yeah. oh, there's a deer but, here. I mean, it's yeah. a huge piece of woods back there. Right. Yeah. Not a deer went through there today. Isn't that incredible? And if you were in Crazy. Missouri and you walked that far, how many deer would you see? I know, right? Right. It'd be tracks everywhere. You couldn't, be a, you wouldn't, you couldn't track in Missouri because there's so many deer tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And you couldn't put your foot down almost without stepping on one. Right. Yeah. You know, go yeah. 25 feet and you're on a back on a deer yeah. track again. Not, no, the, yeah. not, not that people in Missouri aren't good hunters and all that stuff. Right. But it's, it's, different. A, it's a different world. Yeah. And good for them that they have that. I mean, I, right. go, I go there because they have it. It's, sure. It's, it's an amazing experience. Right. But this is an amazing experience too. Right. So it's really amazing be able to go to a wilderness area and not have to worry about posted signs and not have to worry about all right. that kind of stuff. Like interrupting somebody else's hunt because all of a sudden you happen onto them and yeah. having to sit because, you know, there's other people around you and yeah. everyone has their spot. And I imagine it kind of can get like lobster men. You know what I mean? Like people on the coast, like, yo, this is my like spot. Yeah, it can you be. I mean? like, like out in the Midwest, if you're a private land, you're you're locked into that private land. You're not. And if the deer aren't on your private land, you're out of luck, mm-hmm. right? Right here, if the deer aren't in this piece of woods, well, I can just go find another piece of woods. Just walk. Or I'll keep finding another piece of woods Yeah. Mm-hmm. until I find a deer. Mm-hmm. Down there, you can't, unless you're hunting public land with everybody else. Right. The public land down there is very well used by by hunters. And probably is it, it's probably not real big either. No, the area hunted in Missouri was 1,600 acres, right? Okay. And I probably good size. But I, for Missouri standards, that's big. But, but I, uh, right. there's at least thirty hunters in there. Right, which doesn't take very that much. I, I, that I could see. Right. Wow. There were park trucks and campers and everything else. Yeah. Wow. You know, so that's, that's not a lot of land for thirty guys that right. I know of. There's right. probably more than that. So right. All wow. hunting it, and they're, I mean, we're all pretty successful. And there's deer in there, so yeah, right. And right, and if you have the density, you, then it's right. not that bad. If you think about how many deer are on that sixteen hundred acres, right, it's you probably know, quite per a few. hunter even. Yeah, surrounded by private land, it's all posted, sure, and leased, and all that stuff. Right. So, yeah. so there's quite a bit there. You don't read signs, so right. They don't <laughs> and know, if, if you had thirty hunters like today in these woods, it would have taken probably a hundred square miles to get thirty guys up yeah. here right now. Yeah. I, it would I, take that much because there's nobody muzzleloader hunting. There's, no. There's no human tracks back there. I didn't no. cross one human track today. No, you won't back there. Yeah. Well, no. there's a reason, though. It wasn't any deer. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. We know where to go and where not to go. Yeah. We don't go where there's no deer. And you're a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you had a, uh, you also had a uh, We also chance. didn't see shit either. You had a chance to shoot a little buck. Yeah, that's that's right. You, oh, last year? No, yeah, last year. Yeah, and, you had a chance. And, and, you know, with like you were just saying, with the scarcity, with the amount of work, you know, with the different kind of hunting climate that comes with this area and with the way we do things, Yeah. why didn't you pull the trigger? I don't know. It just didn't, didn't feel like I wanted to. I didn't, can't explain it. Just like I was on a, tracking a bigger buck, and I wanted the chance at that buck. And if I shot this little buck... I'd never get a chance to the bigger buck. Right. Didn't, right. didn't end, up, end up getting him anyways, but that's the day I got cut off. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. he just happened to run in front of me. I think he ran in front of you guys as you guys were leaving. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just didn't feel like I wanted to do it. It's like, I mean, when I was younger, I probably would have pulled the trigger. Right. But I don't have to shoot a deer now. Right. Right. So yeah. To have you, a successful you hunt. some beauties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like just the other day, back home, there's a four, six pointer chasing does out in my yard in Vermont during rifle season. Right. And Joey says, why don't you shoot that deer? I said, nah, it's not hunting. I don't feel like shooting that deer. So. Right. When I was 20, I might have shot him. So. Right. Right. Right, when you were still in that phase of hunting where yeah. the deer was more of your center focus and not necessarily yeah. the hunt and pursuing him and yeah. getting to know that deer and actually putting in some work for it. you know, I, right. That's part of the reason why I think these deer are valuable yeah. in that way is because you, you actually have to work for them. You have to dig. You know, you'll get a gimme. You know, everybody every, gets a gimme. Everybody gets a gimme. Yeah. You know, like Ryan and Jimmy this year, they're gimmies, right? We, we knew the area. We knew there were deer there, but... It just happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Sunshine Buck was a gimme, totally. You know? And yeah. we just came to top of clear cut, and he was standing there. We yeah. just happened into him. You know? We'll talk about stages of hunters. Yeah. Because that's the people that are in the hunting experience stage come this way people that are in the killing stage don't right mm. okay. um yeah and you know, and you're going to, if you put your time into it, you're going to end up getting, you know, an opportunity for something. It doesn't seem like you worked for it, but you did. You know, we put in, it was almost three weeks of pound and brush, look at your turn over dirt when, before we got, you know, Jimmy's buck. And just because it, you know, happened to come right out to him doesn't mean he didn't work for that. Of you know, the not, amount yeah. of effort that it takes to, to, you know, turn up a buck yeah. in this area, you know, then you get opportunities where it's that day's worth of effort. And it's direct, you know, like you hop on the track, you track that thing down, you do all the work, you're reading the signs, you're, you're doing everything right, you're playing the wind and all that, and then, you know, right up to the bed, pow, you know, you had that opportunity and that all played out, you know, and there's, it's, it, they do feel kind of different, you know, it feels different when you're like this one and you're focused and you put right. in that kind of work and, you know, it's the gimme deers and then, you know, that, that's, it, that's kind the of effort like, makes it feel different. Yeah, but tracking is a... Tracking is like very unique that way. There's no other method of hunting that really focuses on one deer except for the guys who have like private land and all, all the uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> trail cameras and stuff. Yeah. They can pick and choose. Not pick and choose, but that's the wrong choice like, of words. But maybe target. You target, know, target the special deer that they want to shoot. Right. right. One so, that gets them fired up. Yeah. yeah. So like still hunting. I love the still hunting when it's really windy and my bow is my favorite way to go. It's really windy and nasty out. I'll grab my recurve and just go still hunting because I love it. It's yeah. so much fun. I haven't taken many deer that way. I've had lots of opportunities, but they either wounded me or... Like I had three does one time. I, had, I was in a, like an old pasture, and the wind was swirling. They couldn't. They knew where I was there, but they didn't know where I was. And they One of them ran, and it was a tree. You're, you're the tree, right? Yeah. I'm like this, and the deer is right on the other side of it. No like A foot away from me. Wow. wow. Looking around for me. Wow. My bow is like this. Yeah. I can't shoot it because it's right there. Oh, oh, the tree's right here, right? So I couldn't no, do anything. Okay. But it was an awesome experience. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't just, you can't buy that. That's right. awesome. Right. Yeah. I didn't get a deer that day, but I had that experience with that doe. 
a foot away from me. I could have just petted her if I wanted to. But wow. She had no idea where I was. That's incredible. Yeah. Good way to get kicked. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> the jumped. one I poked with my barrel, it, it got my pant leg. Did it really? Yeah. It, it, yeah. If it had another two inches of length, it yeah. hit me in the shin bone. Yeah. It kicked so fast and so hard, little button buck, and I yeah. poked with my barrel, and it, it yeah. whacked my pant leg. Yeah. That was close. Yeah. Don't did, touch him. Didn't, didn't do that again, did you? I didn't do that again. <laughs> I couldn't believe the speed. The speed was incredible. Yeah. They kicked so fast. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Because just that you didn't get a deer, you it was a successful hunt. And we know that as you progress through your hunting career, you end up going through the stages. And what, what Dad, what are the stages of a hunter again? Well, like at first, you're you're a shooter, right? You just want to shoot, target practice, get used to it, you know, get into it a little bit, try different guns and stuff like that. And then you're you're kind of like a little practice hunter in the beginning, and you might shoot a squirrel or a rabbit or something, and you know, get your first woodchuck, right? You know, your first kill under your belt. And then um, a lot of times, you after that, you might move into the limiting out stage where you want to get you know four rabbits or you know, your, your limit on partridges or, you know, your limit on deer or something like that. And then, you know, eventually too, you might move into a method stage where you're trying a bow and arrow or a muzzle loader or a tree stand versus, you know, uh, still hunting or something like right. that. And then finally at the end, you're hopefully working into a trophy stage, you know, where you're, you're shooting for the one big one, the hardest you, you've picked the method and you've picked the trophy that you're after. And then, you know, at the very end of all of that, um, you could be a sportsman where you're taking other people out, you're giving back in a lot of other ways, and you're making deer camp a big deal and bringing new people into it. And right. You're focusing, super in focusing on passing all of what you've learned as your your growth and your hunting like career. Right. Yeah. You know, in, and enjoying it, enjoying it all as right. much as you possibly. You're bringing every moment of deer camp out and taking it all, and you're not only being as much as you can to make it great. But you're also enjoying it as much as you can right. to make it great. Right. And not everyone's journey is going to be like super linear. Right. You know, you're going to move from, right. you know, like if anything, it was, it's a little bit different for like the boys and I were, you know, we're into like, you know, like first kill, you know, and after that it was like, wow, like this is fun. And you limit out and then it's like really getting into shooting, you know, because the, the fun experience of hunting and getting something really led to more and more shooting. You know, after your first grow, you're like, well, let's shoot this gun more. This is kind of fun. You know, because when you're hunting, you only get like a couple of chances to actually fire a gun. Right. When you get to shoot, you get to shoot all you want, you know. And after that, you know, you get really comfortable and, you know, hunting becomes really familiar. Maybe you've got a couple and it's like, well, let's get a let's get a big one. Also, too, like you know? when you're at the sportsman stage, you can also jump back into the shooter jump back into oh, yeah. limiting out like you, you know, can be it's, in multiple it's, stages in at once days, yeah. on certain days you're a different guy yeah like some days i'm a trophy hunter for sure That's same right. and other same. days whatever shoots i just, just want to shoot a deer down. i just want to get a deer yeah. right i just yeah. want to get a deer i want a venison i want the experience i want to get a deer mm -hmm. doesn't matter what it is right. sometimes it depends on where i am sometimes it depends on how successful early season was if i have a doe or two in a freezer i might wait for a bigger buck be choosier right it all it fluctuates quite a bit so yeah and truthfully, that's what keeps the variety in it. Yeah. You know, that's the other part about hunting up here is the unpredictability. Yeah. Are things unpredictable up here or what? <laughs> yeah. When you get into weather, when you get into yeah. woods, when you get uh -huh. into a uh, hunter pressure, when you get into deer numbers and you start looking at all the things that affect how your hunt goes in Maine, you can't get things more unpredictable. Right. And if you're, 
hunter that likes has to fill our tag, you probably shouldn't hunt in Maine very often. So. If you don't like boot brush and mountains and <laughs> yeah. rocks and slippery snow and so. mud, but if you like this in the place, like I enjoyed the hunt and I always have, so I enjoy this experience. This experience right. is awesome to me. Right. Just yeah. being able to be in this free country with no boundaries and just be able to go and figure it out with ultimate variety. Yeah, ultimate variety of habitat and very few deer, so they're right. like a diamond in a rough. Like, they're right. very valuable. Yeah, not, right. not that the other ones aren't, but mm-hmm. they're so rare here. That, right. That uh, getting one here is, feels like a really great accomplishment. I can't wait to do it. So yeah, it's I pretty like, great. <laughs> <laughs> no question. No yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone knows? Yeah, it's you two. Him and him are the ones that know. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like being able to uh, bend to those odd opportunities that show up and take advantage of them. Yeah. Right? All of a sudden, you get the right kind of snow, or here's a buck track I wasn't expecting. Um, here's an opportunity right here to film something like all those unpredictable things or especially unpredictable problems that come along, right? Yeah. When, when you're, when you're faced with one problem after another and you've got to figure it out yeah. and you got to make it work somehow, um, it makes you super adaptive. Like yeah. it makes you an adaptive hunter so that yeah. you can figure things out. You, you can find a deer when they're really hard to find when you get done, you can, you can shoot when you're only given a second or two, right? It makes you so sharp and so flexible at changing your plan, right? Yeah. And yeah, that's any hunt though, actually. Like in the Midwest, the difference that you pick your poison, right? You, you're gonna face the elements and the deer scarcity here, right? Right, right. You go to the Midwest, you're gonna face hunter pressure. Mainly hunter pressure and probably limited limited access and opportunity and lim- for his limited access, broad choice, especially on deer. Right? I mean, you have to you have to kind of really stress about what deer you're going to shoot. Yeah, sometimes there, there is that. There's right. there's antler restrictions and mm-hmm. stuff like that you got to deal with. But yeah. the hunter pressure and the lack of access in the Midwest is a whole another set of problems you got to figure out. Right? You got to figure it and out. And probably the attitude of hunters, like do uh, do they are they kind of different there versus here? Well, there's great people everywhere, right? I've yeah. met great hunters everywhere. Yeah. I've met a few assholes too. Yeah. Like, I met just one in Missouri that was the first time we ever went there. He was mad that we were there because it was his state. It wasn't, we were from out of state. Oh, um, right. Yeah. And we're, we're, hunting, we're hunting his public land, even though we've all paid for it. So I said, right. I said, dude, I paid my, my taxes just like you did. I own this land just as much as you do. Right. Blah, blah, blah. He got, a little heated, whatever, but we just hunted the other side of the property. We all got deer, and he didn't, so. Right. <laughs> so he, he sent him a thank you card. Appreciate yeah. it. We wanted to bring it up there and just gut it out in this parking lot, <laughs> but we didn't. In the end, it's like you have to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Like, you have to figure it out. Make it work for he you. He says to me, I can't get a deer. You guys are all here. I says, go hunting, dude. Why are you sleeping in your tent? Right. Right. You can't get a deer in your tent. No. Right. Just go hunting. Nobody, right. No, I'm not stopping you. If I see you in your tree stand, I'm not going to hunt near you. I will avoid you with best I can. Like, I'll be totally respectful of your space. Yeah. But you can't complain to me. You're not going to, you can't get a deer because we're here if you're laying in your tent at 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Go hunting if you want to get a deer. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a, you know, the, the, blending of hunters yeah. and the cultures and it, all that is it, so fascinating he was just one guy and there's a bunch of other guys there that were with him and they would they apologize to me like sorry he's you know whatever give him 
excuses for what his behavior, but you know, they were all good. Right. Right. The majority of people that you run into yeah. are going to be, you know, fine and courteous. And they'll, if they see you they're you know, they're going to give you a wide berth, you know, and, yeah. and, and it's, you know, it's like anything in life, like one bad apple gives the group a bad name. Right. right. So, so. Right. Same for hunters. Right, and that's a hunter etiquette, and that's what the yeah the, the, having respect having respect for all the people that are there with you in the sport because they're the ones that are keeping the the sport alive as well. And it's right. like and it's like it's it's just a law of average. And it's like if everybody's good, if everybody respects and respects the landowners and respects the deer and everything like that, we get to keep hunting. Right. If we don't, then we have enough bad apples, and eventually they say no, no more hunting. Right. It's yeah. a big deal. It is. It's huge. So far, how's uh, how's your season going this far <laughs> compared to last year? <laughs> Not I mean, as good as last year. Well, you have half the time too, right? And you see, you arrived on similar conditions though, because in that in the video we just watched, uh, yeah, it was crunchy and kind of like just overcasty. Yeah, the first day was crunchy, yeah. then it softened up after that because it warmed up, mm-hmm. right? And by the time I left, the snow was almost all gone. So yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have found that moose in there broken bones and stuff no. in your yard back in Vermont. No. You wouldn't have seen something like that. That's or pretty, the that's spruce pretty, grouse. That's, pretty, no. that's spruce grouse. I've never seen one of those for Canada, so that was the first one I've seen in the States. So. Yeah, that's pretty neat. There's a yeah. few of them. They're trying to come back, but, yeah, yeah. they're not exactly bright. They're not, I don't know how they survive. I mean, yeah. they're destined, <laughs> destined to be endangered. They're extinct, I mean. Yeah, yeah. pretty neat. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this year has been a phenomenal year for rabbits. Did you see a lot of rabbit sign today? Because he had a lot, yeah. a lot of More tracks. Of the, it almost looked like he was talking. Oh, oh that, like the one. nose flicking. It was like, yeah. Hi, friend. <laughs> Should have done my mitten thing. <laughs> <laughs> How's the weather over there? Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Aspire, an aspiring venture. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, and how you make the rabbit talk? That's right. Those those days those days happen to everybody. You know those hunting trips, and you know it's to be expected where things are not going to go the way you plan it out. You know, like I, I find myself getting on a track and I'm visualizing how it might go down. You yeah. know, like when you're when you're going and you know that he's not there and you're just on the highway or whatever, and you end up kind of like picturing what he looks like, right. and you know you get wondering, you know, and the unknowns are pretty, pretty exciting. So. Yeah, and and I think that's one of the one of the best things about being up here. You know, where you just you drive out, you have no idea. What's going on? Where you're going and half the time. Right. You don't even know like where you're a spot go. you thought was good is not good anymore and you have to go to someplace else right. and you find a track and you're like, is this a good buck? And you have to, there's like the subtleties and the nuances of like reading a track and knowing if it's any good and worth taking. Yeah. You know, like we do that a lot. Like there's, there's a pretty big conversation that happens, you know, inside the truck and with the guys that are, you're hunting with, you're like core group, your little guys that are out with you and not necessarily that, you know, at camp or whatever, but you know, one guy will get out and look at a track and he's like, hmm, huh, you know, like that's, like, you know, you're like you're like picking it apart and you're like, well, how's he move? What's the pace look like? Any other deer? Oh, guy checked it out right here. How come he didn't take it? Hmm. Right. And then da, 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 and you go a little right. farther, you know, and one thing dad does all the time is like, he'll just get on the track and just start walking out in the woods. And we're all leaning back in the truck and we're like, one day, Rodney, you're going to go out there without your rifle and you're going to be like, it was a giant. I just got the, you know, yeah. but like it, he knows it's not going to happen. We say that, but it's not going to happen to him. We it just won't it happen. Yeah, just just to laugh. Just to laugh, right? You know, but I'm getting a little better about not getting out of the truck. Yeah. Me too. I don't get out. I'm I go like this only out the window. I'm like, yeah, to look at a track. 
I try not to. Most of the time, you, you can tell the size of the yeah. hole and the size of the step. And if you look at them yeah. for a month straight, and then next year you do it for a month straight, and the next year yeah. you do it, and then 27 years later, you look out and you look <laughs> at a track, and it's a three and a half, four inch wide hole up in the snow in the, on the bank. You say, okay, now we're going to see what we got here. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. I was really pleasantly surprised at the number of uh, big bucks in the woods this year. Mm -hmm. um, it's been good. It's only been in the last half, though. Like, we didn't see squat for sign of big buck at it's all. It's because they're, they're the circulating and moving. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. now then things are on their feet and they're going everywhere. And what a difference. You know, woods you thought were dead are now just alive with activity at night especially but <laughs> no they're, they're out there going and the rest of the time they might be in the brush messing around there was a bunch of them that were either right on the top like in the middle of the month this month there was a bunch of deer way up high you know we filmed filmed some up high and and they were poking around and running each other up in that snow and there wasn't hardly any snow down low it was just up high and it was windy and cold and they were up in that top stuff or they were way down in the bottom like there was nothing in the middle for a while there and then when Jimmy got his deer in the rain there, that when that rain came along in the middle of the month, everything changed. We yep, said this is did. the best day after two weeks of being up here. This is the it. first it's day coming. it started raining and pouring and windy and yeah, nasty. We so excited. There were deer out and we were back in that. It was like, oh, it's like so cooled good. Off. Cooled yeah. off to you. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like came right into it. The, uh, the other thing, too, is um, one of the benefits of tracking um, no matter what happens on the track, you're going to gain from it in some way. Oh yeah. No, the, 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 never be lose. the benefits from it, you know, one of the things like I, my personal experience with sitting and like hanging out and kind of still hunting is, you know, if it doesn't pan out, you say, well, I didn't see anything. And that's about it. You know, like I, I may have enjoyed my time in the woods and you know, the, yeah. you know, all of that as well, but you didn't gain at all in as far as your knowledge and your skill. And you just didn't, gain right you know but when you get on the track whether you do it right or you mess up and you're learning the land you find out what he's doing and you you're also getting to put your like knowledge of reading and your ability to you know figure out what the track is like to the test and if it pans out you're like okay reaffirmation that worked or i should have noticed this and i didn't and this wasn't the right track to take and now i've blown it okay now i have to remember that for next time you know right. and you learn the woods and you figure there's the gains that come from it are just compounding you know and, and you do that for any amount of time and you're going to really get to know yeah. deer in general and you get to know you know yourself and your ability to you know it's it, it, nothing but good stuff comes from tracking the yeah. woods where to walk and where not to walk absolutely we yeah. learned a lot about where not to walk <laughs> there are some areas that are now forbidden they're on the map with black x's do not do not go, go there, there. Yeah. there's nothing forbidden. there we've been there once we will not go back there's been a bunch of them we've i've just said i'm not going back there don't yeah. ever go back never there. again there's no reason don't ever go back there again. I don't care. And if you do, it's going to have to be a know, giant. giant calling card that's yeah. super fresh and yeah. it's you know, a five-star yeah. track. Otherwise, it ain't yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah. And you only gain a lot of times if you're in that stage of hunting. If you're in the stage right. of killing a deer or getting one right. and you don't get one all the time, now you're like, I'm well, not you, getting any. Well, you might not see it at first. Yes. You know, you might say, well, looking back on it, like once you get a new frame, you'll say looking back on it. This is the, you know, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. This is you a know. forbidden land. <laughs> you know, you, you, <laughs> not you always back. gain, you know, and, and yeah. even if it doesn't pan out, you're, you're a better hunter than, you know, when you got out of the truck. That's mm -hmm. the, 
you know, that's the thing that tracking has over almost everything else. You're going to gain somehow, yeah. you know. He's going to show you everything. That's right. And it's where the, where the does are, where the food is, where the bedding or is. Or where there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> or how they get away from you. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's how we kind of keep our confidence up. Because if you've been hunting for three weeks straight and you have, haven't seen a deer, you haven't seen, you've seen a couple partridges and a couple rabbits, and now you're like, how? why am I still up here? I have, I have so many more things I could be doing or I could go somewhere else or anything like that. But if you're if you're looking at it at the perspective of I'm gaining something every time, I'm learning at least where not to go. Right. I'm, I'm learning what the deer are doing and what they're what they're what's happening. That's how I think we keep our confidence so we we can hunt a month. Because some people will come up here they're like, I'm not seeing anything, I'm not nothing's happening and right. I don't wanna be up here. The real benefit of that video is to in the days when it seemed like it didn't pan out or, you know, all the days where you didn't connect and you didn't have a chance to get a bull in him and, you know, it didn't end with a deer, mm-hmm. you know, you can still invest all of those days in the woods into tomorrow and into your next season. And you can really, you know, put that, stack that new ability and stack that experience on top of it. And you can really get some satisfaction out because, you know, if you put in your best effort like you did, you're like, you know, he, he beat me, yeah. you know, it's like out here, we want the deer big, strong, fast. We want him on it. So if we lose... You don't go down to the truck with your head hung low. Oh, you know, never, like you walk do, with some yeah. pride because you're like, that thing, yeah, he beat me for a reason because he's the best. Yeah, that first day, you man, know? he took me a tour of Maine, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw the coast. I think I saw Quebec. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's Portland. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You learn a lot about yourself on the track, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Your abilities and, and your your spirits and, and yeah. also, too, your drive like in how you want to feel you learn your values too on the track there's so many things that you'll learn no like matter what i wasn't going to give up right but i was thankful for dark <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it wasn't me that made me stop <laughs> okay well right. i i made this joke recently at camp and uh we're gonna go around the table real quick and let's do like uh um, something in hunting whether it's a regulation or like a stereotype or something like that where um you you're kind of against out loud but you're secretly for it mine is um uh, no hunting on sundays (laughs) i i get a i second that one uh, you know what i mean like like i would love it but it's also like almost it's a day where it goes taylor sit down you want it yes i i don't i don't want it right i want to be able i want to be able to hunt but at the same time it does do like taylor sit down you have to sleep same kind of thing at dark relax you know what i mean that's that's what you can't hunt anymore because it's dark that's what kind of like brought it up because it's sunday yeah (laughs) right yeah you know Uh, uh, it's no shooting does Sometimes real nice. You're like, oh, I can't shoot you, but I really want to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some, I think yeah. Sometimes when your your opportunity is limited, yeah. Oh, yeah. and you have to be towards like, the end of the season, yeah. you're you know like, I, mean? I just kind of want some meat for the for the freezer, and I haven't seen very much. <laughs> you look awfully tasty, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I can't. Oh no, sorry, oh, no. I had oh. to let her walk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for me, it's deer season ending. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad it ends. Yeah. 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 You, you, Publicly, I want it to go on forever, but it should end, right? right. Deer season has to come to an end. Right. And you have to put the, you lower the gun, right? And my gun's over in the corner whining, right? <laughs> right. And the muzzleloader's smiling because it just it did good. its thing. Right. Right. But it doesn't know. But it doesn't know, right? <laughs> the first so, and the last. Right. But. Yeah, it's been a great season, and looking forward to more of them with you. That's for sure. Yeah, and we definitely got to get you up here and yeah, 
looking we'll forward to that. Yeah, yeah. So. and if you're interested, we can go out tomorrow. Where are we going out? Me tomorrow? and you. Okay. We'll roll together. <laughs> this is going to be exciting. <laughs> first ever. You're hearing it here first. That'd be cool. We have a giant for you. Oh, yeah. We have a giant. Oh, it's a pig. I can chase him around like the last one. Oh. Yeah. Yep. It's a good one. Yeah. One of the biggest that we've seen this season is a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a great last day, Buck. And yeah. I, I, what a I perfect have, ending yeah. to the story, right? Imagine that. You can yeah. write a hunting script. Just like you hunt hard all season and... And last day or end of the last day you shoot a monster buck and go home so, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and it on a firework you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i would i would also have to agree with you a little bit like i love deer season i love all of this but if it went on forever i don't think i'd appreciate it as much no, it's the same not. thing as it's yeah. the same thing as the deer you know like i don't see rackers all the time and when i do i i just like i'm just like jimmy I'm like they start like coming apart you know yeah the beaver fever you, know, you get that out. and the, sometimes the scarcity of it does tend to bring some value yeah you know and yeah. that's something i do appreciate about me i do appreciate about you know what it is that we do and how we do it yeah no i love it and i I definitely want to try other things you know and get some comparison like i really want to go back out west yeah. i want to go back to elk hunt because i just the it's so different it's, it's just different. It is literally the complete opposite of yeah. hunting whitetail here it's just not yeah. even close. If you take up bow hunting in the Midwest, it's awesome because close encounters are more frequent. Mm. Like if you bow hunt here, it's hard enough with a rifle, as you guys know. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Imagine putting a bow in your hand and trying oh, it up here. Yeah. Oh, my God. Take you years yeah. to get it here. Right. Yeah. But uh, you should try that because it's a really yeah. cool experience because yeah. like that one night, I, the best night I ever had in a tree stand, I had those bunch of deer in there. and The 10-pointer was at 30 yards, but I had a beautiful 8-pointer at 15. Right. Yeah. And it was getting dark, so I had to make a decision. I want I wanted to shoot the ten pointer obviously, but the eight pointer was presenting itself, so Yeah. I shot at the eight pointer, but I didn't take my eye off the ten pointer, right? Uh-huh. So I missed the eight pointer. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. I was so focused on the ten pointer I didn't never pick the spot. I shoot a traditional bow, right? Recurve. Right. So you have to pick a spot right. on the deer you're shooting. Right. I just shot at the deer. Right. Yeah, Which aim. made it go right over probably. Right, right over the top a- of the Aim right small, the miss small, and you did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aim, yeah. aim big. Yeah, aim big and miss big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got nothing. Okay. But the experience was amazing. I wouldn't change it for anything. It was like, yeah. I, I really didn't want that eight-pointer anyways. I wanted the ten-pointer. Right. But right. I got to take a shot because that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. 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 Yeah. Back to that right. decision thing. Right. right. Yeah. How it affects you. Yeah. That's right. So. And when you start understanding the gravity of your decisions and how you know that one thing or this thing could make all the difference in the world, like, yeah. right? And that so, just trickles into the rest of your life like so bad now. Yeah, so now right. you're you're like, you don't want to get so bad about it that you're overthinking. Right, analysis and, paralysis. You're like, oh, oh I can't yeah. do a thing because there's so many other decisions I could do and how it's going to affect everything. Right, and, and if anything, you just go with your guts. Mm. This feels like what I should be doing. And you ask you. yourself, yeah. you know, get all your guts, right? That's right. You know, remember the first time in the Midwest, seeing all those hunters in that small piece of property intimidated me. I said, oh, there's, there's no way. Like if that property was in Maine or Vermont, had that many hunters, there'd be no deer in that property right. because they would vacate. They would just go to the private next door and stay there yeah. right? because there's no pressure there. Mm-hmm. So I thought the same thing down there, there could be no deer in this property. So I, I got the map out of my phone I picked the farthest nastiest piece of property in the middle of that thing and that's where i went right that's where all the deer were yep so it's hard to get to you have to cross a river you wear waders 
but I got out there. There's nobody else out there, and that's where the deer were. And it was great. Yeah, yeah. Wow. three years yeah. in a row. Bam, bam, bam. No okay. something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Yeah. That that's what makes probably Northeast hunters really good. Mm. Yeah. You know that adaptability and willing to go walk that broker right. flexibility walk up of that giant mountain the third time in a day yeah. to get it done yeah. and go outside the norm yeah, oh, yeah. Was, well it's easy let's just go out here that's what everybody else does right. so it's like going right. with the crowd or going let's go against the grain. right if you you know, put forth some effort mm-hmm. you know take on a challenge it's worth more even yeah. if you miss right yeah. you know and that i think i think that's kind of one of the best I'd say core values of, you know, what it is that we do and also the video is just, you know, you do something that's hard and you go for the effort and you go for the challenge and right. it's going to be, you're going to feel better. Yeah. You know, like you didn't take this, you didn't take a shot at the small buck because it just happened and it wasn't what you wanted, an actual chance to hunt. Right. You didn't just want a deer. Right. You know, and it, it makes more of you to go for things that are difficult yeah. and to, you know, try to do something outside your comfort zone. It's going to, it's going to help you grow as, yeah. as a person, as a hunter. And that, that's where you're going to get the most amount of value. Like I think the deer I shot at was actually maybe even smaller than the one I passed. Up. I think so. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I didn't see this rack really well, but I think he was smaller and, uh, but I wanted him. So, yeah. cause it was the hunt was just a perfect hunt. It was like, I knew I was going to see a deep buck that day. I was going to shoot him and feeling good. It felt in the zone. Yeah. yeah. Almost yeah. happened. <laughs> the amount of times it's almost happened. I know. So many. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. huge. So it's many. valuable to be in the zone. It yeah. allows you to do things. Yeah. It makes you way better at what you do. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. today I was in the zone. I felt, I'm going to, no, I'm going to kill a deer today. I knew it, but nope. <laughs> I, I love the wind blowing. I yeah. love I love days like that. There. Yeah, yeah. when it's there. nasty, yeah. Like, you like feel good. You feel like you feel like you're I have an, you I have an advantage. Have an advantage. Yeah. Like you know something, you know. Yeah. 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 They don't know I'm coming. They can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's it's the same thing. You if you keep putting in effort and you keep putting yourself in a chance for opportunity to come up, and if you're ready for it, you will get a deer. You will have it connect. And there's you know, there's only so long you can go right. before something great happens. You know, we said that on, you know. Uh, a day right when you almost got mowed over by that cow, right? And Jeremiah found us on shed on moose shed wars. That video, uh, yeah. you know, we said that it was like there's only so long you can do something before you get a chance, right. before we have an opportunity, before something interesting or cool happens. There's only so long we can go. We know if we stick with it, if you stick with it, it's gonna happen, right? And if you're if you're doing something that's hard, it's gonna make you grow. That's right. Oh, and yeah. It's gonna make Absolutely. You, it's going to make you become more of a person. And it's like if you're always going, so, oh, I just always go down this skid road. This is what my dad did. This is yeah. what I do. And this is what my kid's going to do. It's like time not, to change. You're not yeah. growing any. And no. you're not growing, you're dying. And it's it's like, tough hunting in the Northeast, mm-hmm. Maine especially. Yeah. Big Woods of Vermont and New Hampshire, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know first time we went to Ontario with me and my, my brother and a bunch of buddies, right? We rented these cabins off separate and just across the uh, driveway was a lodge where all the guided hunters were staying. We were all self-guided self. Mm-hmm. Just went to the cabins, cooked our own food, hunted ourselves, and blah, blah, blah. And there's two separate game poles, right? So th- those cabins were full of Vermont hunters, hunters from the Northeast, right? Yeah. And by midweek, there was 23 deer hanging on our pole and three on the other pole, right? Wow. So the owner of the lodge comes out, you guys from Northeast make my my business looked bad. <laughs> so I don't mean to slam hunters from other other places, but just yeah. we've learned to have to hunt harder yeah. to get right. a deer. 
Right. And when we go to places like that, it shows, right? Right. And if you know you if you increase the odds of opportunity, yeah. it's like when you have people there's, that are prepared and willing to go for it, they're tw- going to do there's it. There's 27 guys in those cabins from Northeast, and there's 23 deer hanging midweek. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And we, we did near that when the yeah. one time we went to Ontario. Yeah. yeah. We had 15, and we got almost everybody got a deer. So yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And and it's it's life. Yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. Yep. Got to go with what works. You do. And yeah. those people who do, they got deer. Yeah, yeah, they do. That's the way it works. But <laughs> you also you also have to know when to get out of a groove too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can get caught in what dad used to do or what worked for you years ago, and yeah, done that a few times. So I think we all have. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. You know, one of many that we hope we can get you on, Fred. It's been awesome. Love yeah. having you here. And yeah. We only got one more day, but we're going to go out and give her all we got for the last day of muzzleloader, Main 2021. 20, yeah. yeah. Man, did it go fast. It dra- well, the, Okay, in the first two weeks dragged, <laughs> but after that, it, it ripped right by. As soon as we got good weather, it's like, man, the calendar's like flying. It's like, what happened? What happened? Yeah. I was yeah. watching you guys the first two weeks. All the guys are getting killed up there with the weather. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. That's but the way it goes. That's how it goes. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any uh, suggestions for, you know, future podcasts, topics, questions, you know, things that you're wondering or stuff that, you know, kind of maybe resonated with you, you can always send those over to ASKMTNDER at gmail.com. Podcast email just for you guys. Um, you can also connect with us on, you know, socials, Instagram and all that jazz. we got plenty of uh, YouTube videos coming, plenty of other throwbacks and plenty of uh, new stuff coming. You know, we're working on it, trying to keep it coming for you guys. It's been fun. Love it. It's been a great deer season. We still got one more day, so yeah. you never know. Time to make it happen. Thanks for coming on, Fred. Thanks, Thanks for coming to camp. Yeah, love it. Thanks for having me. Click those buttons and <laughs> take care. <laughs> Happy hunting, guys. We'll see you later. Bye bye.